So, you're a musician. Each week, we're going to discuss survival within the music industry. We'll chat to professionals who can help us and you find a way. Talking about things like how to get a job, what's the point in networking? <laughs> Staying sane. <laughs> that as well, yeah. So if you're lost and not sure what to do next, welcome to the club and welcome to the Open Bat Podcast. Hi, Will. It's good to see you again, mate. Yeah, no, lovely to see you. It's, I mean, it's it's been what a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a week. It's nice though because we're we're, we're getting real consistent with these podcasts. Um, yes, it's something really fun. It's generally something I really look forward to in the week, which is nice, which is good. What about yeah. you? Yeah, no, I mean exactly the same. I think it's um it's what we said way back in the first episode. It's just a healthy conversation. It's healthy for people like me and you who are in this situation where we're between jobs, applying to jobs, moving house in this kind of very. Um, dynamic unsure, part unsteady, of life yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, unsure unsteady part of life to be having like a conversation and i don't know i think it's a healthy thing to do but then that's kind of the point of this podcast isn't it and that's yeah. why we started it so yeah absolutely there was a question i wanted to ask you this week because we've covered obviously a lot about what we do within music like uh-huh. what our roles are what we aspire to be other people like yeah, what yeah. other people aspire to be and everything like that but something i've never asked and even when i when i live with you um why did you get into music in the first place what drove you to play guitar what drove you to to, to develop into going and getting a degree and, and pursuing a career within music? Um, I think there's kind of two or three questions within that. So I'll answer them in chronological order. Um, why did I get into it? Uh, we had a piano for quite a long time and I'd kind of played around on that and sort of enjoyed doing it. was quite good at working things out. Um, and then had a few friends in school who played guitar. Um, two of them in particular, there's a guy called Ollie Coyne, who's a phenomenal guitarist, plays a lot of hardcore music, and a guy called Eric Layton, he's a great songwriter. Um, and I got really, and I was getting into listening to metal and, uh, and was just like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll learn to play guitar so I can, so I can play that stuff. And they were really supportive and helpful. Did a lot of kind of showing me little tricks and stuff. So was it metal that like inspired yeah, yeah. you to yeah, take yeah. over? Cause well, we haven't really spoken. Guitar, yeah. Yeah. We've spoken about prod rock on this and you were like love of prod rock, but yeah. we haven't obviously I've, I've lived with Will. I know the dynamic will listen to a lot of metal yeah and lots of different types of metal yeah yeah, yeah. Um, which obviously he loves everything and, and gets involved in everything but it was metal that drove you to it so what kind of metal are we talking new metal yeah there's a lot of new metal things like corn slipknot and then that moved into things like lamb of god and then it went slightly more um slightly more kind of experimental progressive stuff that was bands like sixth and all that sort of stuff which used to love going to see he's coming to london all the time to go and watch those sort of bands you played a gig with the was it the bass player from sixth yeah yeah we supported him my, my little indie band supported his like rock band it was yeah it, it was good it was really good but you know interesting hey, it gig. Was, yeah yeah <laughs> because it was just two very different genres of music but then kind of continuing your your question how that led to um sort of doing it for, I mean, I did GCSE, then A-level, then obviously went to uni and got a degree. Um, a part of that was the fact that I really enjoyed it and mm. I kind of wanted to learn more. I was excited about it. Um, but also because I wasn't super academic with other stuff. Okay. Like I didn't, I wouldn't particularly like school. Right. So so there, there was a subject that I liked. So obviously that was the one I was going to try and fill my day yeah, with. Well, so like, you know, once I ended up in sixth form, I did music, music, tech and geography. Like music, like music, tech, hated geography. <laughs> um, and so, so then at the end of that, I suppose if I wanted to go to uni, I wasn't going to do geography. So, so I went and did music. How about you? Because you, because it was similar. Yeah, my, not or? really. Um, mine was very different. I wasn't into metal to start off with. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, no, my my journey into music was quite different. My mum's very musical. My dad's not musical at all. Um, okay. And 
uh, my mum sort of pushed me into getting involved with music from a really young age. So her boyfriend, when I was about four or five, was a drummer in a ska band, which oh, cool. was really cool. He had big, long dreads. And he yeah, was also, yeah. yeah he, he had lots of things going on. He was a lovely edge. Um, and then, like, from that, my mum and I took guitar lessons together. So I was about Oh, did you? I didn't know five. this. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I was about five and we'd be in a room, but I was kind of in that age of, like, I hated it because I was rubbish at it because what five-year-old wants to yeah. be, like, technically proficient unless you're yeah, the yeah, most yeah, for sure. stunning prodigy of all time, yeah. which I definitely was not. No. Um, but my mum kept at it with me and I kept going and stuff like that. And then I actually, I, I branched into something else, like... Um, my cousin was very involved, Aaron, who's a lovely guy um, with sort of choirs and really getting into musical theatre and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, and from that, I thought, well, why not give it a go? So I, I actually got a job um, as a paid chorister at oh, a wow. um, church in Guildford. I know Guildford. any of this. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So, and then they gave me a choral scholarship. So they paid for all my music lessons. <laughs> I didn't know any of this. <laughs> um, so as a chorister, yeah, my guitar lessons and my, and my singing lessons were paid for. I hated singing. I think because I'm dyslexic, <laughs> I really struggle with sight re- reading in yeah. any capacity. Um, I don't know. I've heard a lot of people with dyslexia. I don't know if it's a thing. I'm sure there's studies on it, but um, like they, they do say people with dyslexia sometimes do struggle a bit more with sight mm. reading. I don't know whether yeah. that's the case yeah, or not. Yeah, it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? But like um, because with my guitar like stuff, I went very electric very quickly and mm. like like rock and blues and yeah, more yeah, yeah. indie kind of stuff as well. Like I listened to yeah. all Red or Chili Peppers at like eight, nine, ten, eleven 10, um, years old. Uh, and then with the singing, it was all like, because I was being paid to do it, I had to sing what I was paid to do. So like when I was singing at a wedding, I had to go in, yeah. obviously in a big choir, but then I had to sight sing and I could not sight sing for the life of me. But what I realized I did do was I listened to the person next to me and then sang in a better yeah. voice, better yeah. than them. Oh, the voice of an angel. Exactly. Which sadly died when um, <laughs> I, <laughs> my voice broke, but we'll, we'll gloss over that. Uh, I wanted to get more involved in like the guitar side of things, like being in bands and being, and being cool. I like, um, I got really lucky. I got a few other scholarships for music, different things, and got involved. I did some being a band days at ACM when I was super, super young, which was great fun. Yeah, because um, ACM's Guildford, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it wasn't too far away from where I grew up. And then, uh, yeah, I, I ended up progressing. I never did grades until I really had to. Yeah, no, um, I, I've, I've never done... Well, I've never done a guitar grade. I think I've got, like, grade three violin, and I honestly couldn't now tell you the strings on the violin <laughs> i had no idea so wow, grade three though yeah it was grade two or grade three yeah nice. yeah i did it but your poor parents i know well Metal we, we, and we, screechy violin. i know we have said this before <laughs> that the violin is probably one of the worst <laughs> to learn it, yeah it, it's it, the most amazing when you're proficient oh, yeah. when you're good oh it's so difficult so, did you enjoy the choir stuff not really, no. no. <laughs> um, I, I got to, when I look back, I got to do some really cool things. So I, I sang in a lot of very interesting places from like St. Clement Danes, not too far away from where we are mm-hmm. uh, in, in London. Uh, loads of cathedrals around the country uh, and stuff yeah. like that, which was nice. I was getting paid for it. So it was, you have to wear like the big white gowns? Uh, on occasions, yeah. Oh. On occasions. The, the cassock, yeah. Cassock? Yeah. Uh, so no, I, I didn't particularly enjoy it. Moving on from that, I didn't really, I was quite academic. Mm. Um, I always did pretty well at school. I, I really liked the school. It was a very small school I went to and I really liked that. And they were very supportive, but I was super into sport. Like I, yeah. I played sport all the time yeah, yeah. and music kind of came second. I just sort of had guitar outside that, but I did GCSE music. And actually in my, it was in my last year of GCSE music, our teachers changed and um, a guy took over called Nick Rye. 
um, who was a session drummer, um, had been there and about and everywhere, like done work for Massive Attack, done loads of cool stuff. Oh, wow. And had like a, he was a professional producer. That was like his main source of income. And he like inspired me to more play in like bands. So like he would drum, yeah. Felix would play the piano and we'd play like a blues trio at like school right. events and, and stuff is, like is that. Is that when you started getting like excited by yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. And he made it interesting and he, he mm. just said, right. And he was just much cooler than like the older music teachers that I was used to, that everything was very formal and you've got yeah. to do this and you've got to do this. And he was just like, no, 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 it's cool. Like let's, let's get some stalls out. Let's just, let's do a jazz club night yeah, yeah, or yeah. something like that. And let's make it interesting. And he was super, he was, he was obsessed with music really intelligent guy as well yeah yeah um, and totally obsessed with music he's actually got a radio um show with moxie radio stations very oh, interesting cool. but he goes like fully into depth of oh, like wow. but like proper uh, i would describe him to you as remy martin so philosophical yeah yeah, yeah yeah kind of like um, kind of stuff musicology musicology sort of exactly uh, and then yeah i decided to do it for a level i still wasn't sure if i wanted to study music at the end of it but I kind of got swung by the teachers in the end. I did, I did not similar to you, but I did mm. geography as well. So I did music, yeah, yeah. Um, music, maths, physics, geography. Were you originally going to go and study geography at uni? So I wanted to go and study geology at university. Right, okay. Rocks. Um, yeah, <laughs> definitely not the one. <laughs> um, I, I think that would have very quickly turned just into normal geography. Yeah. Um, looking at it, but I was, you know, I wanted to to do that kind of thing, and then other no, teachers cool. just turned around and just went, "No, you're way better off doing music." And at that time, I was playing in loads of bands, and I was getting mm. low work, and I was getting paid, and I was like, "Oh, right, this is cool." Yeah, like maybe I'll go into that. Sorry, that was a very long winded way of me no, getting no, to no. the point of it, but no, yeah, no, because no. no, because something that you said in that about when you found that teacher that really sort of made it cool, mm. um, I get that because I had in oh god trying to remember what year things were in i think it's probably year eight i had a piano teacher mm. and i kind of i'd learned i'd always learned things myself on piano and um and sat down with this guy and he just insisted on me learning to play good king Wences last with one hand right and it felt like such a massive step back which n now i understand having been off to having been off to elcom and kind of had similar things but with guitar i was i was old enough when i went to elcom to understand why that's a useful thing to do but at like at like 12 13 when i'm kind of you know i'm playing piano in the way that i was playing piano which well, it wasn't it wasn't anything particularly impressive but you know I taught myself things and I was able to do things that other people weren't. And that was, you know, and then to go and sit in a room and just kind of teach for like a melody on one hand, I just didn't get. So I think I had a, I had a term of lessons with him paid for uh, by my right, parents, okay. which was very nice of them. I think I went yeah. to two or three. Um, <laughs> I which, did that with uh, drums. Yeah, which, <laughs> which didn't go down that well at home. <laughs> no. Um, but then a couple of years later, it probably wasn't even a couple, it was probably year nine, maybe year 10, because I started playing guitar when I was 14. Right. So it was probably year 10. Um, got a guitar teacher called James Fitzpatrick. Nice. Unbelievable. Really? Just brilliant player. He yeah. was exactly, you know, bear in mind, I, I, um, I got into playing guitar because I wanted to play metal. I went down into this room. This guy sat there. Uh, I can't remember what guitar he had on the first day. I think it was like an Ibanez RG or something. Long, long, long hair. Nice. You know, proper metal looking guy. And I was like, this is, this is exactly what I need. But he still did that kind of 
pulling things back to basics, but he didn't do it with Good King Wenceslas. <laughs> he did it with like Metallica tracks yeah. and like, you know, the stuff that I actually wanted to learn, like yeah. Metallica and Iron Maiden. He, he kind of took me back to those sort of things, which are the, the kind of simpler metal. And then eventually we sort of, we, you know, we ended up looking towards things but like yeah, but that's nice, that. isn't it? Because that's the progression that metal took anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but was, exactly. So you get a bit of a historical education on what it is that you are interested in and want to play, which mm. is great. Um, also, technically, <laughs> for your hands and stuff, it makes sense because you go from one, you know, from you know, metal's got harder and harder and harder as the as, as the decades have gone on and the genres developed, as have pr- probably every every genre. So the fact that he was able to teach all that stuff and it was stuff that I actually cared about and was interested yeah, in, of course. that I think that is a big part of why I ended up going off to uni to do it, and especially Elcom, yeah, where where on the um when i was applying stuff they made it pretty clear that it was quite free you were kind of free to do the genres that you wanted to do yeah, definitely. and that is definitely true that is very true um i think on the other side of that a lot of the tutors at elcom are, a lot of the guitar tutors are jazz musicians absolutely but they're all kind of very open to things but i think but they also te- you have to understand some of that jazz stuff yeah, of to, course you do. to get a degree in music because yeah, that's it's kind a, of the, it's, it's more technical and stuff like that yeah. you just learn you know well, it's all the harmony the stuff in scale. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you just learn major scale progressions, then you're not going to go anywhere really yeah, with it. No, exactly. Um, so it is important to like to learn more. And often with those, like with I found with the guitar tutors that we had at Elcom, and uh, and similar to that, um, like a singer, um, she had a her singer teacher then taught her to do other things as well outside, which you wouldn't expect. So. Yeah. Um, my guitar tutor in the last years, Mike Desoza, you asked him about how he got oh, into yeah. music, and he's like, oh, "I love metal." Yeah. Like. I, actually, before that, I used to listen to like Nuno Beckcore like constantly. Yeah, like, but, I know but he, all but he's, his songs, he's a jazz guy though, isn't but he? he's like a full-on experimental jazz guy um, who doesn't play anything like Nuno Beckcore. But he's like he's one of my favourite guitar players yeah. of all time. See, that's really cool. Loads of people, loads of people gravitate towards Nuno. Yeah, loads. He's Nuno's like um, Rabin Massad's favourite. Yeah. Um, sorry, just wanted to cut in there very quickly and say that uh, Elcom, as we're referring to it to. We're referring to it as is yeah. Leeds College of Music, which is no longer called that, is now called Leeds Conservatoire. Elcon, which I Elcon. thought was a joke. When yeah. people changed it to Elcon, Elcon, I was like, oh, is this because it's COVID and we're all being conned out of money because we're all sat at home? <laughs> oh I generally thought people had gone oh, to that level political. of <laughs> and then And then someone who is very politically correct started calling it Elcon. And I was like, why is Max calling it Elcon? And then I looked at it, oh, oh, it actually makes a lot of no, sense. They've actually changed the yeah. name. Uh, fair enough. Fair I'm sure we were sent an email, but a university full of music students, none of us checked our email. Absolutely which not. actually, Which actually, I think is something that at like a music college should be taught a little bit more i know this is really stupid but okay how How many how often yeah but how often do you now spend sat at your laptop just pinging off emails and waiting for people to come back hours Hours. it becomes becomes like the bulk of your life that kind of stuff you know trying to trying to get work do job application i mean it is for everyone but i think especially in in music where you're you know you've got lots and lots and lots of different individual contacts and people that you're kind of planning things with there's a lot of emailing there's a yeah, lot of emailing. There is a lot of emailing and it's constant. And it's like, again, a lot of musicians don't check their emails regularly. No. And then don't get back to you. And then that's frustrating in a different way. Um, hey, but, but there's a tip. If you're, if you're looking to make it in music, just check your, your emails, emails and reply just to them. Just reply to your emails. Yeah. It's very, very important. Um, just another thing I want to touch on. Why You said about the freedom. There are obviously loads of options out there. Like there's the, the, there's two options that are split off into loads of options. You either go to university and do music or you move somewhere and you try and make it work yourself. Yeah. Um, 
so first of all why didn't you do that um i think because i didn't think i was good enough to do that yet um the genres that i was interested in at that time were still things like metal i mean they still are now more kind of prog orientated but i you know in comparison to the the guys that I was listening to and stuff, I was just nowhere near ready and wanted to learn more. But I think one of the biggest reasons was, and um, my parents, I think my dad in particular, encouraged me to go to uni and specifically like a music uni just because of the networking. Because you yeah. basically spend four years in an environment surrounded by, well, other guitarists who make you kind of better, but also mm. drummers, bass players, singers, producers, Absolutely. engineers, you know. Builds like pockets of contacts, yeah. Yeah, like even like the music business lot, you know, you're surrounded by those people, those tutors. Mm. And I don't think, I don't think I would be in the position I'm in now had I not done that in terms of the amount of people I know. Mm because it, it so forces you to meet people. I think that was a little bit damaged for us by COVID because we had kind of two years out. But yeah. that's sort of aside from the point of your question, how about you? Why did you end up going there rather than just having a crack at it yourself? Um, yeah, again, it was that feeling of, of being ready. There was no way at um, 18 that I had any chance if I'd like moved to London, sure. got a job. I'd have been, I'd have left straight away because I wouldn't have enjoyed it. Yeah. I think you have to have a level of maturity before you do something like that. And some people have it yeah. young, some people have it when they're, they're slightly older. And I think it, for me, it came around sort of 2021 rather than 18, 19. Yeah. Um, also, because it was kind of like my, like my dad didn't go to university, but my mum went to lots of universities. <laughs> um, she's got lots of degrees, bless her. Um, and it was kind of that, like, I thought I'd, probably better off in life getting a degree and if i'm going to do a degree i'd rather do it at the normal age to get a degree yeah than not going yeah, yeah. and doing it instead of just dossing around for a few years and because i was originally going to go and do, i actually have my applications in and accepted offers from universities for geology geology yeah um before i went this is a terrible idea which mm. was persuaded by my teachers i'm not sure it was a terrible idea looking back um <laughs> uh, and so i then ended up i took a spontaneous gap year because i had to do all my auditions that next yeah, year so i was sort of forced to to take that year out and i went round and i looked around all the universities i had a lot of friends as well i was really lucky because mm. i did i was very involved in music at where i went to college which is in exeter um at a massive, massive college, Exeter College, and they've got a brilliant music department as well. And a lot of kids were fed into Leeds College of Music. And a lot sure. of people were fed into Royal Northern. A few people that were the really good ones, not me, um, <laughs> were fed into, not to say how common <laughs> and Royal Northern aren't good, but they were fed into Royal Academy yeah, and, sure. and Guildhall and, and stuff like that. The more, But they were more technical jazz players and, yeah, and stuff yeah, like exactly. that. They weren't me. And yeah, stuff like exactly. That. If you're going to do pop or something like that, then you're obviously way better off at, at Elcon, Leper or, or Royal Northern. So yeah, sure. I, I went to all three of those I've just mentioned and I <clears throat> did my auditions. Uh, and got my offers through but Elcon was just the one that sort of suited me yeah, best yeah, yeah. if I'm honest I like Leeds more when I first went to Leeds I had six cousins at Leeds University mm. and they were all like don't go to Manchester for university you can move there afterwards it's a great city but I would recommend going to Leeds as yeah. a university city because it's more fun and there's more going on for students yeah. instead of it just being a vast city which obviously Manchester is and it's a great city but yeah see I haven't spent much time in Manchester I do I did really like Leeds for the fact that you could it's kind of that bit smaller but there's a lot going on you can walk everywhere yeah it kind absolutely. of it feels so if you were talking to somebody who was 18 looking mm -hmm. at going off to uni or not would you would you recommend they did like like I'm talking specifically about studying music yeah um it depends what they are, I think. Yeah. 
um, and what they're capable of. Like I said, it's that maturity thing. Like I wasn't mature enough to no. do it on my own. I would no. have needed a lot of input from other people. Yeah. Um, if you're just like a solo musician, like you're just a drummer, you're just a bass player, you're just a guitar player, you're just a yeah, violin, sure. viola or anything like that. I think it's very difficult if you're studying classical music. Like if you mm. want to get into the top orchestras, you have to have come from a conservatoire. Yeah. There is no in between of that. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I don't, I'm sure there are exceptions, but that's definitely seems to be our experience yeah well it's different the way it works is so different like we're going to get him on the podcast but one of my best mates ben um norris went to royal welsh out after um our time at exeter he then is doing his masters at royal northern but he had he had offers everywhere left right and center but it's weird he they literally he's picking his university based on which orchestra is going to employ him because it's an employment thing there is like a job interview situation for it but for like popular musicians and and jazz musicians, I think if you're a singer-songwriter and you just want to be a singer-songwriter and you just want to gig and tour, like Grace, something yeah. like that, I think you it's a thin line, isn't it? If you want to get better at, to develop and craft your writing, but if you're already confident that you've you've got all the skills necessary, then I don't think there's yeah. any point. If you don't want to it, just get a degree at the end of it as well. But I, I think there's pros and cons to it all. But I, at the end of the day, if I had to do it again, I would go to university again. Yeah, I, I think you've kind of, I think you've touched on exactly the way i would have answered that as well mm. because i i know i just know lots of people who did go and study music or i, I now know lots of people who went and studied music mm. but i also <laughs> know a couple of people who didn't from school mm. so there's there's a, a singer songwriter called hope who that, um, that i went to school with brilliant like yeah. kind of um writes a lot of her own music um what was her name sorry what's her full artist name hope yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just H O P E. Nice. Um, but but she's really good. But she um, she didn't go off and study. But but I think because she's her own artist, right. she spent the four the kind of four years since we all made that decision. Yeah. She spent that time developing her music, her brand, all that. The, the kind of the brand and everything was her. Whereas for people like me and you, like you were saying, right? If you know, if you're just a guitarist, just a bass player, just a drummer. Yeah. You. you you're kind of nothing without the rest of a band. Yeah, no, exactly. Until you meet all those people. Exactly. Do you think then... I think it installs confidence. Yeah, for sure. Do you think having... So you've now lived in... Well, you've lived in and around London for the last year. Knowing how much networking you've been able to do when you were here compared to up in Leeds at a conservatoire, which... Mm. At that 18 point, which do you think, as completely ignoring everything else, which do you think is a better networking choice, either to move into London and, you know, delve into that side or to go to a like a music college, uni, conservatoire and meet and kind of meet all the people in that place? What's better for networking? Uh, for pure volume of networking, London. Okay. 100%. Okay. No, no way it's any different. And also it's close proximity to Brighton. Sure. And Brighton's huge as well. Brighton's yeah, just yeah. as big music scene as Leeds and Manchester. So, okay. like, it, it's, I didn't realize that, but it is. Um, I think I've spoken to a lot of people that um, were accepted onto, like, the, the Royal Northerns, the Lippers, the, the, the Elcons, which have that slightly more prestige than the BIMs and the ACMs mm. that have chosen deliberately to go to the ACMs and the BIMs because they're in London. And I've met them now later yeah. and they've built up. A, quite a nice following or they built up quite a good career in London um, yeah. and that's fair enough and that's okay That's London is kind of the epicentre and there's a lot of people trying to do a lot of things but since moving there and it, particularly if you really engage yourself so like obviously I 
could have we could do the sofa sound stuff in leeds but you're not going to get many gigs out of it but yeah, if you sure. do work if you're like if you're a music business student and you take a, a sofa sounds job doing all right mm. it's it's not very well paid but you see a gig every night then yeah. you see artists that are unsigned unmanaged most of the time every single night and you chat to them and you meet them and then other people come to the show you've got 50 people probably five or six of those are other musicians as well you've got the other people you work with yeah, that yeah, night yeah. and thing and so you're constantly growing in that way that was my experience and the way i did it when i came here and i think a lot of people do that job while they're still at university yeah and they're doing that to grow their network and also you're all right you're never out of gigs in leeds but the community is small so once you've gone to a few gigs around leeds and a few of the jazz gigs you realize and you start recognizing people from university like left right and center you're yeah, like yeah. oh it's cool i'm at the domino which is really nice uh, yeah. jazz club but and the band that are playing on stage i know them that's really cool yeah um but if you were to do that in London, it's very rare that you would see the same people. And there are little communities in, in between. So like if you go in Camden, like Spiritual Bar is a huge one where loads of musicians hang out. and They do open mic nights and they do jam nights. And it's full of incredibly talented people. They've also got a record label. Mm. Uh, and a lot of people that filter out of that start doing like really well. Yeah. Um, and so I think the, 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 the downsides of London are that it's massive. It's ridiculously expensive mm. and you can be that very, very small fish in a big pond. Yeah. If you go to the other universities, you might get more attention. You might hone your craft more. For me, it worked perfectly yeah. because I thought I needed to hone my craft then come to somewhere where I could stand out a little bit rather than just be rubbish. Amongst yeah, the yeah. Big fish. Whereas um, I know other people that were maybe better than me originally. I'm not sure, but they've they've come here and they've just focused on a specific area and they've grown. But for me, um, looking back, I wouldn't change what I would per se do. But yeah, I can for see you. for a few other people like the benefits of doing that. And actually, yeah, I find myself a little bit taken aback sometimes by how just how well just from going to a certain university, maybe right place at the right time, how well yeah. certain people have done. But, but I do think it, it it is interesting because I think, you know, places like uh, BIM is a really good example because they take quite a lot of people every year because they've got lots of campuses that, you know, that, that they've got the space. So I understand your point about maybe they, I, I don't know, we haven't been, so we're kind of, you know, we're, we're talking from people that, we're speculating yeah we're speculating but, i think that you do come with a reputation if you go to and i'm not discrediting bim in any in any way or acm because like i said there are fantastic musicians that are far better than me that come out of those and that teach there and work there um but when i my first experience my first gig i went to when i moved to london mm. just over a, a year and a bit ago um i went in and someone said oh are you a musician yourself because i was just working the show and they um i went yeah yeah no no i'm a guitar player i just graduated actually i graduated a couple of months ago and they went oh right amazing amazing and where'd you where'd you study and i went oh i went to um leeds conservatory leeds college of music and they went oh wow you're a proper musician then yeah and i was like weird though, but though, you're it? the one headline in this gig yeah and i'm the one here and you graduated the same amount of time ago as me but you're the one with the record label interest. So like it, it's yeah. difficult, but everyone I seem to speak to has that. They have this accreditation for Royal Northern and, and, and Leeds Conservatory, which is great. Benefits me hugely. Yeah. But I'm not sure where it, it particularly lies. Yeah. I, I don't know because on, on one hand, I, you know, I, I get it. If you, if you're taking more people on, you maybe can't spend as much one-on-one -on -one time with individuals i think yeah that's a big um, thing which is smaller classes people tend to do better yeah of course that's how the whole private school model works yeah you of know, course. You, you have classes of you know 
I don't know, like what, 10, 12, as opposed to kind of uh, state schools where you've got, you know, classes of 30, 40. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I understand that, but I do, I do really hear what you're saying about for networking, the better option may well be to go somewhere like BIM because it puts you in London, well, to go to BIM London because they have other, they have other campuses yeah. because it puts you in London where then you're surrounded by... Mm more people whereas we were kind of surrounded by lots of the same people who were in the same scene and yeah, and also a lot of people that we know since graduating from Leeds have moved away from Leeds so I remember we were sitting with one of our like best mates in my final year uni and I was like oh I've got the opportunity to, to you know live in London next year like a really good mm. opportunity um and he was going what why do you want to do that why do you want to go yeah. to London? You don't know anyone in London. You don't have a connection. All your music contacts are up here. They're they're me. They're they're the people you live with. There, which is a hundred percent true. It is true. Like I knew maybe I had five six people that were yeah. musicians in London, and London's a massive city, and they yeah. don't all live in London. So it's just yeah, it was it was ridiculous. But I wanted to go down here because I wanted to be near family. Okay, I wanted to be near some of my older friends. Yeah, that's cool. I, I'm not from a million miles away. That's nice. It's nice going back to that comfort of home kind of vibes, but. At the same day, I also just wanted to live in London. I don't think it should stop you from living where you want to live at the end of the day because you will still meet people and you yeah. still will probably do okay. Like a few of our friends still live in Leeds and they've done amazingly well. Yeah, like yeah, they're killing yeah. it. Yeah, um, I think it's so. I think it's so hard to know. Well, I, uh, I think I was going to say I think it's really hard to know what's the right answer, but I don't think there is one right answer because I think it's complete. I think what me and you did was right for us, hmm. but. Um, but my friend uh, Ollie, who we would, who's amazing metal guitarist, plays lots of hardcore bands. Yeah. He went to BIM. He went to ICMP and then went to BIM. So he went to ICMP for kind of the sick form years, and then yeah. he went to BIM, London. So he so he stayed in London, and that has just. If he'd moved away, he wouldn't now have what he has. Now he plays in bands. You know, they, they tour. They did a. I think they went over to. I'm going to get this wrong. I think they went over <laughs> to Sweden to do a tour a year ago or so okay, but, cool. but you know but they've toured around the uk multiple times he plays with a couple of different bands and you know that's really that's really going and pumping for him yeah um had he moved away from london he wouldn't have had that at Opportunity, all no. so so i think but, but then i i think it's the same argument that you have with with any subject anyway you know like you, you talk about people going to do medicine there are there are certain places that have a they have a reputation, reputation. Um, which is built on a, a huge number of things. Yeah, I think so many people base their choices for university or what they do. Like if you don't, if you're a musician and you don't bother with university, because obviously we're not discrediting that. That's that's fine. That's a great thing to do. No, uh, most of the people I know that have been more successful have, have done actually that. Haven't gone to uni <laughs> yet. Yeah, yet. We'll, we'll see how. It, yeah, exactly. They've been in the game longer. If you get, you yeah. like, but. Um, yeah, so much of it is based on who went there before. Like, yeah. I remember looking through, I never know how to pronounce it, alumni, um, I think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, alumni, I remember going through the alumni for all these places. Oh, he went there, he went there. Oh, but this guy, this place has got a great reputation, but the alumni is rubbish. Like, yeah. no one's achieved anything. Yeah. Um, so it, it, I think people just follow trends. Yeah, but, it all, yeah, but the, uh, I'm, not, I'm not even convinced that tells you anything. No, I don't think it does. Because... Uh, but uh, you know because it it tells you that yes somebody amazing went there mm -hmm. it doesn't isn't necessarily tell you that that place produced somebody amazing that that kind of invalidates what that individual's achieved it's, yeah it's, exactly it's sort of a weird way of judging 
Um, exactly. You know, of judging a place's success and credibility. I, I don't know. I think, you know, I, I think for us, we are always going to want to say that what we did was the, you know... Was right for us. Yeah, yeah. it was right and was the best thing. We yeah. can't possibly know because we didn't no. go to any of the other places. And I'm getting a little bit kind of hot and sweaty thinking that we're sounding really pretentious because that's really not the point no. of the conversation we're having. No, of course it's, not. you know, we're sort of... I suppose we're, actually, we're questioning what we did do now that we're looking back. And, and I think a lot of what we're saying is that, yes, it was great going somewhere like Leeds where, the, where you know, the class sizes are smaller, you maybe have a little bit more attention and all that not sort of stuff. Not without fault. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely not without fault. Um, and that was great. But actually, talking about what we're talking about now, it sounds like there's a lot of sense and maybe more sense um, in going to, yes, maybe one of the bigger places where they have a kind of yeah. a, a slightly higher intake, but you're in, you know you're in London or you're in Manchester, you know, you're in one of these major cities and what, you know, what's happened for us and basically the whole, the whole kind of, the whole point of this podcast is that we went to Leeds, we've done that and now we've had to move to another city again and it kind of feels like we're starting again. So we, so like, you know, almost our decision puts us all put, kind of puts us on the back foot which yeah. means that the conversation that you were having with it, with one of our friends up at, up at uni actually makes perfect sense it did make complete sense it did make complete sense at the time to me it was just what i wanted to do i think i would for me personally i would break it down to this i did the right thing for me because i don't think i was a good enough player to go to one of the bigger places to succeed same 100 Um, i think i needed that attention yeah i need yeah Yeah, exactly nailed it we wanted that yeah we wanted that real attention to improve ourselves as much as possible now with that confidence and you know a higher standard of playing because we we did three years of nothing else yeah um with good attention we 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 got pretty good i would if i had to choose like a master's place now i think i would choose come down here i I would i would choose somewhere here because i want to be here it doesn't matter if i wanted to be in manchester i'd go to manchester Uh, i don't think it makes a difference but because i now have more self-confidence i think yeah in my ability to play guitar not necessarily that i'm any better Mm. (laughs) Um, but i would go to a bigger place and use that to a different advantage to how i would use that so i think it's quite an easy way to play a game like that and i think that's that's generally what to do and i think that really resonates with me actually because the people that i know that came to places in london Mm. for sure at that time they were were far better players than i was they had much more identity a lot of them as well Mm. um in terms of what they wanted to do and what they wanted to be you know i i I basically you know i i wanted to go to uni because my school very much pushed the narrative that you know you need a degree and i wasn't going to get a degree in anything else (laughs) So, so so you know um music it was um, whereas the friends that kind of stayed in and around London and maybe went to some of those bigger places were definitely better, definitely better players. Yeah, and I, 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 and I think that that's why well. they've succeeded and excelled. Yeah, because you know because they had that personality, at, you know they had that personality at that time, and they you know and they just had a bit, bit more self assured and a bit more confident. I think that's it. Yeah, I think it. I, yeah. So you were just talking about. Um, like masters and the idea of doing a masters uh, and if you were doing that you do it down here um rather than back up in Leeds. is there any part of you that wants to do a masters um in music yes but not playing no, i would okay. i would go and do a masters not in london per se i was really considering earlier on in the year applying for this year but i'm not going to apply this year it's gone i think anyway mm. um but i was thinking about doing musicology and doing something else what and, and doing a more kind of academic study or something very music. philosophical so maybe philosoph- yeah. 
philosophy, <laughs> philosophy with music, yeah. um, so musicology, um, and and sort of more branching into that because for me, um, I in life I want to weigh up what I want to do and like in that first section, you know, I want to tour and I want to travel and I want to perform in front of good crowds and I want to enjoy myself and then maybe in that second half I want to get more into lecturing or something like that, mm. um, and I want to involve surfing somewhere and maybe not be based in in the southeast for that particular part. So, um, doing a master's and a PhD would make sense, but obviously that's for something further down the line and that's further study. So I think for me, I would go to maybe a, a full, like not a conservatoire to study that. I would go to sure. a, um, like a, a, a bigger university. But that makes a lot of sense based on what we were saying a minute ago, because now, you know, now you're that more confident, yeah. more established version of yourself. So you can go somewhere where maybe there's, you know, I mean, a master, there's going to be less less attention on you anyway because you're it's all self study yeah. because it's self study. Um, but now you're in that headspace where you're able to go to like a bigger uni and do it that way because you would focus on it a bit better. Like, like let's face it, man. When we first went off to uni, we were not focused. Oh no, no. At all. But maybe that's because we were studying music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it all fair. Oh, go here, play a bit guitar. You know, yeah, no, go, go out drinking. Yeah, <laughs> lots of that. Yeah. Um, I sh- but we both did we both did very very well so that was in good the end, yeah in the end we pulled it together like everyone always does but yeah. i think everyone has that university experience when they first go i think at the end of the day you do what you want to do and you do what you think suits you and you stick by it there's nothing that should be wrong with that and there's nothing that's there's no right or wrong answers there's no professional musician that, that becomes a professional musician at 16 and someone who comes at 35 is the same job title it well, make a I, difference. I, and no one becomes a successful musician because of where they went no either which, no. which is like the whole it's who they Illumini are. thing oh god oh, i so hope we're saying that right i do um it is why that is a bit of a nonsense oh, it's i think it's a load of rubbish yeah yeah, no, no, no. go somewhere because you like it. That's what so yeah. many people did. Yeah, I, th- um, I think that's the most important that's, that's thing. That's what we did, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, because I looked around a load of places and I, 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 I liked the bar in uh, at, um, at, at Elcom. I thought I thought it had a vibe. Yeah, so I was like, you know, I want to yeah, go here. None of us worked there. No. Uh, anyway, we've talked about it a lot and we've yeah run around in circles with each yeah, other yeah, for a while definitely have. Um, so yeah I think we'll leave it there where can people find our podcast Will? Uh, so you can find us on Apple Podcasts Spotify Google Podcasts I, uh, I added us to a few other places um, this week That's like, like um, Pocket Casts and stuff so you can ah. now find us there um, so whichever platform you are listening on do us a favour um, head down give us a rating ideally five star because that helps us out the most um, if you want to leave a little comment go for it please make it friendly because we're sensitive at the moment very sensitive um, but no thank you very much for listening and uh, and coming up very soon we've got some really really exciting guests yeah. that we cannot wait to tell you about yeah. so uh, hopefully yeah. very soon cheers guys cheers. thank you very much <laughs>